And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You heard right there, Spree Killers with Train Wreck. And the Spree Killers are playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at Punky Thrasher Beans! Hello, Wendy13, 37 West Hastings, as part of the Chris Ganesh Cameron Benefit. Quote, I'll read from the press release. Chris is a friend to many and has been a big supporter of our scene for many years. Now, after an awful car crash, he needs the scene support. Come out tonight and party with Bishop's Green. Spree Killers, who we just heard with Trainwreck, All Out Panic, and Drunk Tank. Thanks, Otis, for bringing this to my attention. And actually, right now, we're going to play a couple more songs from bands that are playing the Chris Ganesh Cameron Benefit. That's tonight at Punky Thrasher Beans, 37 West Hastings in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We're going to hear something by All Out Panic, Victims, and Bishop Scream with tumbling down and today also on the nardwarty human serviette radio show an interview with burger records an interview with the gentleman from burger records today on the nardwar the human serviette radio show but as i mentioned playing tonight at punky thrasher beans again as part of the chris ganish cameron benefit that's 37 west hastings in vancouver british columbia canada we got bishop screen spree killers all out panic and drunk tank played some spree killers train wreck now gonna play some bishop screen with tumbling down but to begin right now all out panic victims on the nardwar the human serviette radio show
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You just heard right there Bishop Screen with Tumbling Down, and before that, All Out Panic with Victims, and again, Bishop Screen, All Out Panic, Drunk Tank, and and the Spree Killers are playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada as part of the Chris Ganesh Cameron Benefit. And that's at Punky Thrasher Beans 37 West Hastings. Come out and help support Chris Ganesh Cameron. Right now on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, I have something else that I wanted to play from Toronto, Ontario. Toronto, Ontario Canada. And what we have all ready to go for you right now is First Base from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, with You Can Come Over on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Hagface with Brat from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Thank you, Hagface, for that cassette that you gave to me at the death gig. Hagface from Calgary, Alberta. And before that, the Isotopes with Operation Vamos. And thank you, Evan, for sending that. And that's from the first four seasons singles compilation by the Isotopes, Operation Vamos. And before that, the number ones from Dublin, Ireland with Sharon. Thank you, Sean, for sending that. And thank you, Gord from Deranged for hooking us up. That was the number ones from Dublin, Ireland with Sharon. Thank you again, Sean, for caring. And to begin, we heard first bass from Toronto, Ontario, Canada with You Can Come Over. Right now, going to play something that was given to me by Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada's Lie. Lie, thank you very much for your cassette. We are going to hear pressure from your cassette masters and interestingly this cassette was presented to me nardward human serviette radio show wrapped in an amoeba records bag with a little price tag from something that lie bought at amoeba records i think in san francisco i love the packaging of the actual cassette because it was wrapped in an amoeba records bag and the cassette looks great too so we're going to hear something right now thank you lie on the Nardwari Human Serviette Radio Show. This is Lie from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, with Pre, 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 Sure! Sure, 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 uh, oh, 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 sure.
you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard right there from Burger Records, come stain with Broke My Dick from the Broke My Dick cassette. And you could hear the <laughs> noise at the beginning and that guarantees that it was a cassette. Come stain Broke My Dick on Burger Records. And before that, also on Burger Records, the Cool Ghouls from San Francisco with the song Natural One, Natural Boy, Cool Ghouls, Natural Life, actually, by the Burger Records All-Stars, the Cool Ghouls. And before that, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Chris Arnett. Chris was in Vancouver's first punk band ever, The Furies, whose drummer, Jim Walker, eventually moved to England and joined Public Image. He was in Public Image Limited version one, Jim Walker, and Jim Walker's first band was The Furies, and Chris Arnett was the leader of the first punk band that played the first punk gig in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada in 1977 at the Japanese Hall with the Dishrags. So that was a solo thing that Chris just recently did called Best Feeling, which is off his upcoming solo album, and it's actually a tribute to Lou Reed's influence. So we heard Chris Arnett from The Furies, brand new from Chris Arnett, Best Feeling, tribute to Lou Reed. And before that, we heard Lie from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thanks again for that cassette. I love it, Lie, especially the wrapping paper as well. Coming up, an interview with Burger Records. But before I get to Burger Records, going to play something by King Tough, also on Burger Records. And before King Tough, we're going to hear something by Wrong Hole, a new band by Nick Flat put together by Nick Flanagan from The Brutal Knights. So this is Wrong Hole and their song Dogs. Then we're going to hear King Tough on Burger Records. And then we're going to hear an interview with Burger Records. But right now, going to warn you right now. Usually you can warn listeners if you know there's offensive material coming up, that sort of thing. Right now going to warn you about the next noise you're going to hear. It's one of the greatest noises I've ever heard pretty much on a record and it's created by Wrong Hole. I love the noise, so just brace yourself. This is intended to actually be here. It's Wrong Hole from Toronto. Brand new. Hello Nick, thank you for sending this. Brand new from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, featuring Nick from the Brutal Knights. This is Wrong Hole with dogs and then King Tough Medallion, Sun Medallion, and an interview with Burger Records. But right now brace yourself as you prepare for the onslaught provided by Nick Flanagan from the Brutal Knights here on Wrong Hole from Toronto with dogs and this amazing noise.
Sean Borman, and I'm from Burger Records. Sean, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thank you. It is truly an honor. We're huge fans. Sean, I was curious. Burger Records. Who else is Burger Records? Because you're saying Sean Borman from Burger Records, but there's some other burgerers, aren't there? Like Lee. Oh, there's many. There's thousands, if you really think about it. But of the, the head ones, there's Lee Rickard. He's the guy I started Burger with back in 2007. And uh, there's Brian Burger. He's the guy I started the record store with. And there's Bobby Burger, who plays in Gap Dream and also works here. He was our first employee. And there's Burger Patty. And she's our second employee, and all of us make up the core group that is Burger Records. And what can you tell the people that don't know about Burger Records? What is Burger Records? A cassette label and a store? Period. It's a movement. It's a it's a feeling. It's a it's something more than just a store or a record label. It's something to get people excited about music in general, and not just a specific kind of music, but 
the feelings that music gives you, whether it's pop music from Britney Spears or country music or garage music or punk or whatever, like we're into all of it. And uh, I think it shows in what we put out. And we released tons of cassettes and LPs. We've put out over 50 LPs since 2007, and we've put out over 500 cassettes since uh, since 2007 as well. And it's just a huge thing that kind of snowballed into something bigger than any of us ever expected. King Tough, Sun Medallion. What can you tell the people about that, Sean, from Burger Records? I first heard Sun Medallion uh, from a friend or a Burger fan who said, you need to really check this out back in 2008 when the album uh, was first coming out. And I fell in love with it. And I went for like two weeks, I was just thinking about it and like, man, I really want to put this on cassette. I really, really want to. And I was telling all my friends about it. And I told my friend Devin Williams about it. And he, uh, he said that his friend Alan was childhood friends with King Tough and it was just like a really loose connection. So he got his phone number and I cold called King Tough while he was in the middle of practice. And I was like, hey, this is Burger Records and we want to put out your cassette. And he was like, sure. And so we did it. And uh, and it's been a beautiful, friendly relationship ever since. We, we did the cassette for years and sold thousands and thousands of, of cassette because it was pretty much only available in that format. And then we reissued the LP in, earlier this year and sold tons. It's the highest charting, uh, highest charting reissue on the college charts so far this year. And uh, and we're really, really proud of everything we did. It's a crazy classic album. It's one of the best things we've ever put out. Sean from Burger Records, you first contacted me because you saw my interview with Lil Wayne. Yeah, we love all of your interviews, and we love pop music, so uh, so I saw you interview Lil Wayne, I wanted to see all the stuff you dig up about him. And then you subtly mentioned, if I ever ran across Kesha, that I should ask her if she wants to do a cassette with Burger Records. Any luck on that? Because I haven't had any luck. I have not been able to get an interview with Kesha. Sorry yeah. about that, Sean. Um... I would, I, we have like a really loose connection. She's like right on the outskirts of people we know. We know people who have like, before she got famous, uh, hooked up weed for her and performed with her and stuff. But so I think there's like a chance that we could do it. And I love pop music and her first two or her first album and the EP that followed were really, really excellent examples of pop music. I thought, and, uh, just really, really loved it. So, you mentioned Kesha to me, and the next thing you know, I go to my mailbox, and you sent me a Dwight Twilly LP. This is what's so amazing about Burger, from Kesha to Dwight Twilly. How did you get hooked up with Dwight Twilly? That's incredible. I know. Me and Lee love Power Pop and Dwight Twilly and all that stuff. Uh, so, me and him made a list of all the bands we would like. It would be a dream come true for us to work with. And then one day, I just sat down with my list and and went on the hunt and emailed all these people. And uh, Dwight Tooley was one of the ones who were his way into it. And we ended up releasing his uh, his album Green Blimp and did some cassettes for him. And it's been you know we love all of his stuff from the seventies and the eighties, and and we've been huge fans forever. So being able to be part of his history is like. The, the reason why we do all this you know it's be building our legacy and being a part of all these bands that we've been we've been idolizing for years and years and years and then actually talking to them and like and having a relationship and it, exposing their music to kids is 
it's a dream come true for me. Also, though, magazines. Like, what really made me really excited was when I ordered something from Mike Stacks at Ugly Things Magazine, and I was able to order a cassette, and I noticed it was a cassette sampler done by... Burger Records, of course. Mike Stacks, the most incredible fanzine writer and musician there is, I can just say right now, period. He's incredible, isn't he? Definitely. We advertise in Ugly Things because we know it's it's going to be there forever. Like you don't, It's not a magazine you just read and then put away or throw away. It's something you keep forever. It's like a, it's like a, a book. It's a compendium of what's cool. And, uh, yeah, we really love Mike Stacks and ugly things and all that stuff. And, and we, that was one of the people we wrote down on our list. And, uh, you know, one of the people we hit up to do like a best of type thing. Sean from Burger Records, the actual store of Burger Records in Fullerton, could you describe it a little bit? Like if I walked in the store right now, do I see a magazine rack? Is there a zine mag rack? Okay, close your eyes. You're walking into Burger Records. You open the door with a logo on it. To the right, you see a magazine rack with lots of magazines and books. There's copies of ugly things to buy. If you uh, walk forward, there's rock music and new arrivals. To your right, there's punk and indie to your left, there's jazz and country and funk and rap and uh, seven inches and there's a jukebox and there's a couple cats running around and it might smell a little like marijuana, but don't mind that. And uh, I'm trying to create the sense for you of what it's like. And then somebody's there working in the front and they said hello to you and you said hello back and... And uh, if you see me, I'll say, hey, it's Nardwar, he's here, and I'll invite you into the back, and I'll show you our 10-foot-high wall of double-stacked VHS, uh, all of our records and tapes and TV and Disney DVD VHS player. and and. Uh, what about the colors? It's green. Oh, Is it green? Is the shop it, green? It's two shades of green. It's friendly frog green and springtime grass green. It's two Disney colors we picked out when we were first starting. And then I just step outside of the store because I've had so much fun in the store. What are your neighbors like? Can I buy anything in the neighborhood? You can. Uh, you can get a weird massage from the weird massage parlor. You can uh, be creative at Cindy Pankoff's creative place. Uh, you can get some pho food and a tattoo and get your computer fixed. Have many people that have shopped at Burger Records patronized those establishments? Like, do the people that run those places, are they happy that you're bringing customers maybe to them? Um, I think some of them are, and some of them aren't so happy just because our customers, you know, the pho restaurant, I think, is stoked because a lot of our customers go eat there. But uh, the the vape solutions, the vapor uh, store isn't so stoked on us just because we have so many kids here sometimes for our shows and... And, their cars. and they touch their cars, and you shouldn't do that. But I uh, guess you just walked in the door. Hi, Nardwar, it's Lee. Woo! Welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, Lee. Yay, it's a dream come true. It's um, real, real time in surreal reality. This is Lee from Burger Records, and we're also speaking to Sean from Burger Records on the Nardwar to Hi. Human Serviette radio show. Now, you're both in the back room. What's going on in his shop right now? Uh, we we have uh, Elvis on the door. He's uh, it's closed. I, I hear uh, I hear some beats. I hear I know he was listening to Tragic Kingdom earlier. Uh, what is the El- busiest day that's happened uh, in the shop? What is the El- busiest day you've had in the shop? 
Um, all the record store days are really busy for us, and if we have sales, but we're busy pretty pretty much year round. We've been open every day since we started October third, two thousand nine. So we were never we've never closed a day since then. Yeah, ten hours a day. How many people come in in a day? Would you say this in average? Has there ever been a day when zero people have come in? No. Maybe mm, not, not zero people, but uh, usually there's like an average of 15 people or so, 20 people that come in. How about capacity for in-stores and stuff? What's the most people you've jammed in there for an in-store? Probably about 150, 150 kids in here. Just like no way you could possibly yeah. add any more people into the shop. It's yeah. completely full. Everybody's standing on couches and... And it spills out into the street, and it, it becomes a, a nuisance. So we're trying to crowd control the best we can, but it's a burden sometimes. So we're just trying to uh, keep everything under control and yeah. make sure everyone doesn't get hurt or anything. Because it can get out of control really, really fast. If we start hyping a, a good show that's going to be at the shop two days early, like it will be out of control. There will be so many kids here. Yeah, especially if it's like Ty Siegel or King Tough or whoever. It, it, the word can travel fast and have kids there, just go crazy. Have there been more people at Burger Records, say like in a parking lot outside, than there have been inside because the show was so big? Well, we try to scoot everyone into our alley. But so, yeah, there's been a really, there's been, you know, our shop full of 150 people and then 50 more people in the alley behind the shop. And we can't have it be like that because it's just too crazy. What was that for? Um, tons of shows, uh, Audacity, Pangea, Shannon the Clams has been like that. Ty was like that. King Tough. King Tough. And we're speaking here to Sean and Lee from Burger Records, live here on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. Right now, you guys, in terms of releases, are up to like 555. Like most of them we're are cassettes. We're up to 621, actually. Oh, you haven't updated the website. That's amazing. the website, I know. <laughs> 621. It's like new one comes out every day. It's amazing. It Do is. You know, Anybody that's listening right now that possibly could be a burger completist, like if somebody's listening right now, is it a chance that they might actually have all 621 releases? Hey, how's it going? I'm Lee. I'm Burger Records' biggest fan. I've been collecting uh, since day one, and uh, it's an honor to be here. Nardwar, thanks for having me. Is there anybody else that matches up to you, Lee? Are you the only one? Has anybody come into the store saying, I need release 260 or something like that to complete There's my There's people collection? who are completists, but I'm not sure if they have everything. Sometimes we'll, we'll do call-outs on our site for people to sell it, send in pictures of their collections. And there's people who have tons, hundreds and hundreds of tapes, but I don't know if anybody has all of them. Yeah. We'd have to see. I'm having a hard trouble, a hard time archiving everything now because we're coming up with so many things. And if I'm on the road and if no one set aside stuff for me, sometimes they're out of press real fast. So I don't know. I, I take pride in trying to keep everything and you know cut out all the clippings and have like a nice little scrapbook in the future but nothing's in order i just have tons and tons of tapes and crates of tapes floating around in the van or every, everywhere um, 
Well, right Same now, record. let's explore some of the 621 releases that Burger Records has released. And you guys have kindly selected and informed me about some wonderful music, as you have to many other people. We have Moses and the Firstborn. We're going to hear right now. I Got Skills. What can you tell people about I Got Skills, Moses and the Firstborn? Yeah, they're, they're one of my favorite new bands in pop culture today. I get to discover them. In Holland, I, I was flown out uh, to the Netherlands for the Eurosonic Fest uh, in in German or in uh, in January. Excuse me, uh, trauma helicopter flew me out, and uh, I went out there, and then I got to see Yako Gardner and Moses and the Firstborn, and I got to make friends with Moses and the Firstborn. And as soon as we came home, it was in the the works. I told Sean, "Oh my gosh, great new band." And then their their manager, Remy, came to America, and we all got to meet and book some shows for their upcoming tour. And they were just here uh, yesterday, or day before yesterday. They just they were here for a couple of days, and I took them out to some of my favorite restaurants. They had their first real Mexican food at El Farolito Jr. over here, and uh, they loved it. And, uh, yeah, just turning them on to good food. And they had really good hamburgers at the La Palma Chicken Pot Pie Shop. Yeah, they're, they're just great, 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 great band. And their drummer is named Raven. Like, all cool bands have, like, a cool dude named, like, something wacky, you know, like, Banana or Raven or whatever. So here we go. Right. Moses and the Firstborn with hey. I Got Skills on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJs. Burger Records!
and you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJs. Burger Records! And Burger Records, what did we just hear right there? That was Cherry Glazer. They're the awesomest band on the teen scene in Los Angeles at this time. They're real-life teenagers, and they make the best music in the world, almost, maybe, probably. Right, Sean? That's right. LPCD cassette, Haxel Princess, coming out soon on Burger Records. Cherry Glazer, and the name of the track was Teenage Girl. Yeah, yeah, appropriately, because they're mostly teenage girls. Yeah, they're going to be, uh, they're in 11th grade now. Yeah. How did you meet them? Did they just come into the shop? Well, Steele O'Neill, um, our uh, Burger TV producer, he has a great name, and he turned us on to Clementine Creevy, who is the mastermind behind Cherry Glazer. And at the time, she was just putting songs on the line and the internet, and, uh, we tracked her down, we did some research, and we found Clembutt. And next thing you know, we start calling her and uh, waiting them out. But they love us, and that's what it's all about. So we got to make a tape, and the tape turned into a record, and the record's going to turn into a beautiful dream come true. Cherry Glazer like with Teenage Girl, and before that, Moses and the Firstborn with I yeah, Got Skills. Now, they sure speak, do. Speaking yeah. of firstborn and birth and family, Sean, yeah. wishes were fishes. That's my dad's. <laughs> uh, my dad's Christian band. Tell us about wishes were fishes from Fresno. <laughs> yeah, wishes. My dad started wishes were fishes. He's been in a band since before I was born. He was in a band called Cannabis in high school, <laughs> and uh, he was in Radio London. Then the Pet Boys. And then the, the auto parts people made them change their name to the P-Boys, and then they didn't like that, so they had to change it to Passion. And then he was in the band from Uncle, and then he became a born-again Christian when I was like 11, and he started a Christian band called Wishes Were Fishes, and he's been doing that ever since. Now he plays uh, music uh, at churches and stuff uh, yeah, he's for a, a living. He's a musicianary. Yep, he's a musicianary, and he supports his family uh, playing music. And, and they're real cool. They don't have TVs or anything like that. They yeah. just they just make up stories and then talk to each other. Yeah, they actually talk to each other over at my dad's house. It's pretty weird. What do you think, oh, though? There goes, the, there goes the ice cream man. What do you think about release six two two being wishes were fishes? That would uh, make my dad really happy. Uh, we're we're putting out actually uh, a compilation of Fresno bands that my dad put together. Um, yeah, power pop bands. Yeah, a bunch of power pop 80s. bands from the early '80s from Fresno, uh, including my dad's band, Pet Boys. Oh, that's great! So they will be released on cassette. There will be some oh, familiar yeah. releases on cassette then. Yeah, some familial releases. <laughs> So six two one six two two releases, you know, just going up and up and up. Is anyone mad at Burger Records? We're speaking here to Sean and Lee from Burger Records, who do a lot of cassettes. Is anybody mad that you've wrecked the environment? You know, because cassettes aren't uh, the best so thing for the environment. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely haters out there. There's always been haters since the very beginning. And but we take all the lovers together and we make a big old happy package and. It yeah. tastes good. Burger. Yeah, we, mm, we yeah. believe in the secret and being good to people and yeah. not dwelling on the bad stuff. So, like... Positive when, mental attitude. Yeah, when, when, they're, when they're mean to us or when they have bad things to say, I take it in stride because I know these people don't know us and they have no idea how we operate. And I know if we sat down with them for one minute... They'd be could, like, whoa, these people really do love records. Yeah. They are crazy. They are devoting their entire existence to, you know, celebrating yeah. our friends' music and... 
Yeah, and, uh, and spreading the, the rock thing, and roll gospel. It gets to us because we do dedicate our entire life to this to burger and like when someone sponsored kids in africa of course katenge muzuzi mufuzi he's our child in zambia so you may be killing the environment here but you're sponsoring life in africa so hooray burger this is true have you helped pay for people's kids to go through college i.e has your obsession with cassettes (laughs) led the guy from m2 (laughs) communications who makes all your cassettes to love you and paid for his kids (laughs) to go through college what is m2 communications and how many dollars worth of cassettes if i may ask have you created through him uh, we M2Com is a uh, is a company in Pasadena. It's a family run company. This guy and his kid and his wife uh, live in a house, and they have tape duplicators and things in there. And uh, one of his companies is uh, Cassette Works, and that's who duplicates our tapes. And he also distributes books on leadership. So he is a. a We look up to him because he's a leader, not unlike ourselves, and he teaches us some things here and there. And we have made all of our cassettes through him. And about how many dollars worth would you say? Let's see. It costs about a dollar to make a cassette, and that's two hundred thousand cassettes or so. So you're looking at like two hundred thousand dollars. I did the math. Uh, this I did the math like a year ago, but uh, just to see like how much it might cost him to get the get the pieces to make the cassette and how much he's charging us and i figured it's probably enough to put his kid through college with all the cassettes that we've made because uh we have made a lot of cassettes with him tons so sean and lee from burger records cassettes do you get returns at all because they don't work do you get many returns are there any duds uh occasionally yeah i mean things happen and you know, That's with any format, though. There's so, there's a dead and, in any and format, and we take them on, and and we'll we'll yeah, help we'll, everyone out. We send them a new one, and it's is since tapes are so cheap to make, it's not really that big of a deal. If somebody gets a bum one, we can send them a new one and still make a little money on it. Are they always in print? Like if somebody orders something and it's out of stock, do you like repress it all up for them? Unfortunately, uh, no, not everything remains in print, but uh, we try to repress. All, yeah. the, all the big dogs as much as we can and as much as they want. And we try yeah. to accommodate the fans whenever they want something, you know. We'll... But if the band is going on tour, like, we usually keep repressing the tapes for all of the touring bands and everyone that needs merch and stuff, so. The cassettes that you release, do any of them have exclusive songs on them that oh. years from now people will oogle over? Like, there was some yeah. box set of The Go that's got, like, oh, yeah. some exclusive stuff on it? There's 90-plus oh, yeah. exclusive songs on that yeah. thing. They only find on that box set. They recorded all their demos, you know, to every song. Before they went to a studio, they four-tracked them. And that's basically what that is, is all their four-track recordings and some radio stuff. It's it's an amazing collection, and I don't get tired of listening to it. I listen to it on a lot of drives because I know I I have over, like, six hours of music there. It's like eight hours of music or something. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. The go rule. Now, your last CD, according to your discography, was 442, The Various Artists Ambiguous Sampler, Volume 1 CD. So out of 621, you only have like five CDs. Is that true? There's only five CDs out of like 621 releases? <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about, about right. Yeah. Summer Twins, Audacity, The Resonars. King Tough. 
King Tuff. And then we did that ambiguous sampler. Ambiguous paid for all of them. And they put all of them in like orders and stuff. So we got like five copies or something. <laughs> for Amoeba Records in Los Angeles, California, have they stocked any of your cassettes? Well, I'm sure they may buy them from our distributor now, but one of my last instances of going into the store with um, tape boxes, the lady basically laughed me out of the store and kind of hurt my feelings. I mean, I guess, yeah, she hurt my feelings. She wasn't that cool. And uh, I just didn't want to go back there anymore. So Amoeba, uh, you're cool sometimes, but your buyers aren't as friendly as they should be because Burger Records is what's up and it's what's happening. And there's a lot of good music that you could have carried in your store and sold at a reasonable rate and got a profit and you could have been happy and stuff, but you're not. They're not happy with us. I don't know why. (laughs) It's hard to go to stores since I always go to stores and try to sell records, and then they don't want them. And I put a lot. We put a lot of love and energy. It's hard not to take it personally. Yeah, we love them, and there's no reason our records don't deserve to be in these record stores next to the other ones because they're all top shelf, grade A quality beef, in my opinion. And like, it tastes so good, and it sounds so great, and. So yeah, it, it, it hurt, it's I don't know. It hurts how about on the positive aspect? The positive, yeah, positive aspect. aspect. How many yeah. you? How many stores have you gone on to? Uh, gone into Lee and Sean, where you walk in and you see like cassette rack, and you're like, I yeah. think we helped with this. I think we helped yeah. with this. Yeah, no, yeah. And there's people who like make their own burger logos and yeah. have like a burger section in their yeah. store. And- I was recently in Eugene, Oregon. And at House of Records, they had a little burger sign, and I pointed to it and I said, oh, how cute. And they had all the burger tapes and all kinds of other cool uh, uh, dead stock tapes, too. They had, like, the meters on tape, which I thought was really neat. And uh, anyways, but yeah, rock and roll. Woo. For promotions of burger records, you guys released the balloon? Uh, yeah. yeah. We le- released the balloon in- I, into the wild. I love releasing balloons. I, I just don't like seeing balloons all tied up and just hanging there when I know that they can be flying away uh, far up into the sky. And so I love releasing balloons <laughs> and just watching them yeah. be free. And we, it's we really, all do. And I remember doing it as a kid and writing notes and stuff. Yeah. So. And so we, so yeah. we put a note at the bottom of this one balloon we released. And we said, if you find this, bring it back to this address and we'll give you some free stuff. And uh, this Mexican family found it and brought it over. And we gave them a bunch of CDs and they bought some records. And it was really, really cool. We, we saved the balloon and it's right above me right now. Yeah. Creating dreams, creating yep. gap dreams, and coming up right now on a Nerdwater Human Serviette radio show, have some more tracks personally chosen by Lee and Sean of Burger Records, who are live here on a Nerdwater Human Serviette radio show, and we have Gap Dream coming up. Gap Dream. <laughs> what can you tell the people about Mr. Gap Dream? He's a real longtime burger fan, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, he met we us met- on the first Caravan of Stars tour in 2010. And then uh, I turned him on to the Conspiracy of Owls and the Pizzazz and Cosmonauts and all these cool rock bands that we had along with us. And uh, next thing you know, he sent us his music, you know, like a year later, and we fell in love with it, couldn't stop listening to it. That turned out to be a cassette release that got a lot of um, hype, you know, through Pitchfork, just through a cassette. And then there was like a label wars. The people were bidding for him, trying to make him make a record with them. And he's like, I'm a burger boy for life. So then I took him on tour. And, um, and then he, next thing you know, he, he, we got to put out the record and then went on tour again. And then he came, he came, now he lives with us in our storage unit. And we're putting out the record that he recorded in the, the, the storage unit. 
11, 12, 13, shine your light yep. out on Burger. And it's amazing. Yeah, he's one of our best friends now. Just from meeting some kid on the street, like, hey, man, are you cool, man? And then he was like, I'm cool. And he's and, real cool now. Yeah, now he's living with us. He sleeps on the couch in the warehouse. And here we go right now with Gap Dream, Fantastic Sam, on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJs. Sean Borman and... From Burger Wreck. Yeah, Burger TV. And Nerds.
And you're still listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJs. Burger Records! Yay! And Burger Records, what did we just hear there? Some Habibi! Yeah, yeah, that was Let Me In from their self-titled album that's going to be coming out on Burger pretty soon. They're one of the best girl groups in uh, New York City. And they just brought, the brought us a crock pot. Yeah, thanks Linnea, that was really sweet of you, and I can't wait to crock up some pot of food. We're throwing a ham in there, first thing. Yeah, We're going straight in, we're diving head first into the deep end. Yeah, we're going to put um, molasses and uh, cinnamon and um, all that. Big old pineapple on top of And some sugar, brown sugar. And we <laughs> began with Gap Dream, Fantastic Sam. Yep, now shine your light, LP dropping, 11, 12, 13. I was curious, Burger Records, how yeah. did you hook up with some of the following bands? Nirvana. Yeah. We we were at a record convention in Buena Park, California. And I was walking by a table and I saw all these Nirvana LPs and I was like, what? The 60s and, Nirvana kids. Yeah, the 60s Nirvana. And uh, I stopped and I looked at him and I said, you're from Nirvana. And then he said, you know I'm not from the 90s Nirvana. <laughs> and I said, I know that. And I said, Lee, get over here. And, and, and I was like, Patrick Campbell Lyons, it's pleased to meet you. And, and then- we took photos and we made an impression just because we, we freaked out on him because we're huge Nirvana <laughs> fans. And uh, and then uh, he remembered us when he was reissuing his, uh, his first two albums. And we'll be putting them out for the first time ever in the U.S. On vinyl. On vinyl. And cassette. Incredible. How about the TV personalities and the far side? Oh, television personalities. Uh, Brian, the guy who runs, uh, who I started the store with, he his, his favorite band is television personalities. So I said, I'm going to get them on Burger for you. <laughs> so I I hunted him down and found him, and and there was some uh, weirdness because he doesn't really own any of his songs. He sold them all. So once we put out the cassette, I got a really angry phone call from Europe uh, about the guy who actually owns the songs, but. Uh, we had some speed bumps, but we yeah. went through them. Yeah, I talked to the guy, and we were cool. Um, if they're, they're just cassettes. Now, yeah. what about the Far Side, another P band? Yeah, well, uh, Rick, we know Rick Ross, which is like the brother of the Delicious Vinyl uh, Records dude, and he was just like, "You guys are killing it." Yeah, we and saw him. Like, at a, we oh, met him at a show, and he pulled up in his like Ferrari. Yeah. No, he had, had a dusty like Mercedes or BMW Something. parked in the red in front of a hydrant, and I was like, "This guy's cool." He has a fancy car that's dirty, and he parks in the red. And then, meanwhile, he was just telling us nice things about us. So we're like, "Man, this guy's real cool." And then we, we got, got his phone do- number, and uh, yeah, we've been collabing. We we do stuff for them like really last minute. Anytime yeah. they have a party or they need some some cool swag, we hook it up. Yeah, um, yeah we have a good relationship. We're, do- we're doing Mass to Ace next with them. We did Masters of Reality, yeah. and uh, we did... I mean, this is incredible. You're dealing with all these artists, legendary artists. However, do you ever have any ideas that perhaps maybe we don't want to keep doing these reissues if you run into trouble? Like, for instance, The Go, they have an association with Jack White. Was it oh, hard yeah. negotiating to release unreleased Go stuff, maybe with Jack White on it? You know, yeah, there's are layers involved of lawyers... Yeah, on that box set, there's actually a, the only ghost song that Jack White sings is on that box set that we put out. And uh, Bobby Harlow from The Go called him up and was like, is it cool if we do this? And he said, yeah. And and that was about it. Yeah, it was, so, uh, we got their blessing. Yeah, yeah, we didn't just do it. Uh, after, after the television personalities thing, it kind of, uh, we started working harder to involve everybody 
more in the process because at the beginning I thought bands own their music. I, I really mm-hmm. didn't think that other people would be claiming ownership of these songs that these people wrote. And uh, that's obviously not the case. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I got to meet Jack and say thanks personally. And uh, he was like, yeah, cool, man. So, yeah, it was awesome. Right now, wanted to play some more uh, burgerlicious tunes. Mm, yum, yum. Uh, we have the Cosmonauts coming up. Yeah. What can you tell people about the Cosmonauts? Well, they're a local band um, from Fullerton, and we became aware of them right when we opened up the store. Uh, and they're, they're just like, hey, man, I really want you to hear our band. And finally, they jumped on a, a burger show, and we discovered them, and they're real good. So here we go, the Cosmonauts with Shaker on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJs, Lean John, Cosmos.
you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show with special guest DJs. Burger Records! <laughs> Sean and Lee. And Sean and Lee, what did we just hear there? The Garden! Yeah, they're yeah. some of our favorite neighborhood kids. Mm-hmm. What we are. Two beautiful twin boys. Uh, they're handsome and good looking. And, and they're super talented. Their dad was in Shattered Faith. Uh, they they have a lot of, their family has a lot of history with X and uh, a lot of the punk uh, bands around here. And they're just super talented. We have a new record yeah. out now. Life and Times of a Paperclip. And they opened for Crystal Castles? They did. And they this uh, in January, they got discovered by YSL, and now they're big-time models. They have huge billboards with their faces up in L.A. and stuff. It's insane. Their life took a, a total 90-degree turn, mm-hmm. and they're, they quit their jobs, and now they're models. Did you help with that discovery? Like, did we, you yeah, see a Burger did, Records we, video? We predicted it, we, if anything. We yeah. predict. I, right when I saw them, we were like, this is definitely the next group of kids who are going to be somebody. I didn't even know they were in a band. but yeah, They all have a like, really great... Like style and their friends dress and try to emulate them. So I knew I was like, "Whoa, there's a subculture within subculture." Yeah. And uh, but we got them on yeah. the show that they got discovered at, and they got flown to Paris like two weeks after that to walk in the runway, and then they they were just naturals and uh, got pulled out of the line. We we're like, "You guys are going to be the next uh, faces for your YSL." How many bands do you have on Burger Records that are sons or daughters of famous punkers? Like, for instance, Fiedler. I don't think Fiedler have a Burger Record release, but, you know, they have their they tape. Do. They have a tape. Yeah, they have they- a tape? Oh, amazing. No. Two tapes. I'm sorry that I did not look closely through the 621 that they had a release on Burger, but they have a TSOL connection, and you mentioned in the Adolescence connection with White Knight. Any other sons and daughters punk connections Um, on Burger? Well, Frank's sister, Jen Agnew, was in the Cosmonauts for a spell, and she also worked in the store for us. In the garden. Their uh, dad was in Shattered Faith. Uh, Also, we have a band called Gateway Drugs. They used to play in a band called Blue Jungle that we put a tape out. And their dad is uh, Niles from uh, uh, the Knack. And uh, so, yeah, we're friends with the Niles family. And you also have Blowfly on Burger Records. Yeah. That was, uh, we watched the Blowfly documentary on (laughs) on Netflix. And then literally, like, a day later, his uh, manager called out of the blue and asked if he wanted to do cassettes. Yeah. And and same with Kim Fowley. Like, I had him written down on a list, and then he just called us, like, a week later. So it's like, we just think of stuff. And, like, before we even have to make calls, like, it just happens. So we've just been manifesting a lot of it on, on goodwill and positive intention. So... It's pretty magical, Nardwar. You know all about that because your dreams are obviously all true, right? Yes, they are coming true right now. Speaking to Sean and Lee from Burger Records, 621 releases. Incredible that you put out so much stuff and it just keeps growing like hourly. Yeah. Now, and, I was- and, and, and counting. Well, lastly, want to end on a Canadian band here, the Dead Ghosts. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? We want to thank you for being one of our favorite people in the whole wide world. It's a dream come true. Well, thank you for the kind words, Burger Records. 621 releases, incredible, and only five CDs. Thanks again. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do 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 do